The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. to yet another session here at the kick pie dojo i am your host slash sensei tj williams as always giving you my insider of my martial arts journey as well as discussing and analyzing certain martial arts based subject and also highlighting the life and career of martial arts from around the world ranging from tv and movie actors and world-renowned martial artists past present and as well as future all right so i want to get a, a little late valentine's day shout out all right so for those um of course sunday was valentine's day and i hope everybody uh, had a chance to spend time with their significant other other or at least show their love to um Pretty much every anybody in their lives. I mean, really, a friend, girlfriend, boyfriend, even a family member. I mean, that's the whole concept of Valentine's Day. Really loving everybody that's in your life, and maybe not only loving anybody, but everything that you have accomplished, that you have your um sights sight on. Okay, so of course we are continuing Black History Month. Of course, I'm still February. I mean, so far I discussed the life and career of Jim Kelly, the martial, the African American martial artist and movie actor, as well as Michael Jai White. And now today we're going to explore the life and career of Billy Blanks. Now, what was what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the name Billy Blanks? Of course, you hear Tybo. Yeah, the 90s fitness phenomenon. I mean, probably one of the main reasons why I'm a fitness instructor as well as martial arts today because of Taibo. I believe I started um, martial arts before I even got into Taibo. I mean, really, I know I had the cassette tapes. I think I had like a beginner's cassette tape as well as intermediate or advanced, but I don't know. I think that's one thing I can remember, and I know I have... Uh, certain DVDs. I mean, my, when I was go getting back, was back getting in shape. I mean, that was probably one of the main exercises I would do is typo. But anyway, th- despite the typo, let's go back years ago. Like, who was Billy Blanks before he was the Billy Blanks? All right, so pretty much there has to be a start with um. With Billy Blanks, what, where, who, who he was before he was the biggest fitness phenomenon, or at least the biggest name in the world today. I mean, let's start with his early life. Being born in Erie, Pennsylvania, on September first, nineteen fifty-five. Now, Erie, Pennsylvania. I mean, that's like two hours from where I live. Of course, I'm from Niagara Falls, New York, and yet. Erie, Pennsylvania is about two a two-hour drive from where I am. And, you know, there's two things that I enjoy about Erie, Pennsylvania. One, the steak and shake. I mean, really, 
if you haven't been to Steak and Shake, at least go down to Erie, Pennsylvania and get some, I mean, wonderful, you get like a, a steak burger and some wonderful meals and you get to chase it down with a milkshake. I mean, those are like, that's my main place to go. And of course, uh, the other place is Splash Lagoon. I mean, yeah, probably the in, indoors um, water park. I mean, I haven't been there for a while. I haven't been there since 2014. I mean, that's the last time I've been there. But, you know, that's probably one of the fun places I like to go. All right, so just going back to um, Billy Blanks. <clears throat> of course, yeah, he was born in Erie, Pennsylvania. And, of course, he's the fourth out of 15 children. So he got at least 14 other siblings. So I'm guessing, yet, I guess, um, two out of those 15 would be successful actors. I mean, yeah, so you're talking about like 15 people in a family. But yet, it seems like Billy Blanks was the most unique. And... That's why, because he was unique, because he was, could I say, well, I could say blessed. And a lot of people, when you think you have a limitation, you're not so, you're not so great. You're not blessed. But, you know, in this case, Billy Blank was, um, had to dealt with challenges with his, in his life. One of them was an abnormal hip joint, you know, being stripped of his ability to move properly. He endured ridicule and doubts, mostly from his siblings as well as his instructors, his coaches, because of his disability, because this disability made him clumsy. I mean, really, you know, when you have messed up hips, you know, I mean, one thing, it's going to be impossible to walk straight. All right. So uh, and also the second to the um, abnormal hip joint, he had dyslexia. And, you know, that's another, well, other than having a physical disability, he had a mental disability and the fact that he had the inability to, to, inability to read. Of course, when you have dyslexia, I mean, look at this way. I mean, here he is, he's got two disabilities and yet he is, was probably was billed as the black sheep. Well, yeah, that's the one thing he pretty much mentioned when he was talking to, he made, he was talking to People Magazines about his disability. And of course, um, he was says he was probably supposed to be the black sheep. You know, when you're a black sheep, I guess you're one that um, doesn't make a lot of impact. Or you're, you're, well, I don't know how to say this. You're, you're a disgrace. You don't amount to anything. I mean, that's what his siblings thought. That's what his instructors thought, that he wouldn't amount to anything in his life. Definitely. But despite his disability, he challenged these limitations through karate, martial arts, after seeing Bruce Lee on TV. So definitely, I'm guessing this is around, like, the 60s. You know, Bruce Lee, of course, was a big name in, like, karate movies. And other than... His acting career, um, Bruce Lee, he, of course, he had made his own martial arts style of Juku Do. And, of course, yeah, I think around this, I think it had to be around the 60s that Billy Blanks had his um, sights on Bruce Lee. Because, you know, he had his, like, 
his um film his movies as well as um he was in a tv show called the green hornet and i guess when i was researching i guess that's how billy blinks got um his interest in bruce lee through um the green hornet and through martial arts of course yeah he would um obtain a seven degree black belt in taekwondo and fourth degree black belt in kung fu now of course taekwondo i know it has a belt system but you know i'm not so sure about kung fu i mean i always thought kung fu was just you just wear a regular regular suit like a normal a suit but you weren't up to in certain belt levels so of course i guess in this case um I guess there is a belt system in Kung Fu, but I guess, um, you know, I can't judge, but, you know, and you no, know, with this, other than having the accomplishment of making the black belt, you know, he went on to be a seven-time world karate champion, nationally ranked from 1982 to 1989 by Karate Illustrated, Karate Illustrated, yeah, nationally ranked, so definitely he was probably among the best, and of course he would go on to being a 1982 Karate Hall of Famer, and also being a captain of the 1980s U.S. Olympic team, Karate team, as well as a member of the U.S. Cry team, and would attain up to 36 gold medals in national competition, and in 1975, and 19, and he would attain the Amateur Athletic Union champion championship in 1975. So that's that's a big accomplishment for somebody that endured certain disabilities no that's the power of martial arts i mean it can really build up your confidence to overcome any disability you know i always said the same limitations are nothing if you believe in yourself or well when you believe in yourself you know i always tell these students the same thing you know and you know the one thing about students that they don't want to helps you helps you with your technique you know without a without basics you know you think of a house a house without a base it falls down so you want to think of that when you're doing martial arts your martial arts training the basics are what matters when you're doing training you know don't be too quick about getting a belt you know that's what really kills me about the um, but the belt factories, the McDojos, you know, as I understand you didn't make money, but, you know, I'd rather make money and then not deceive the students of what true martial arts is. You know, you're out there trying to, def to protect yourself. And the last thing I want to do with these students is deceive them and give them the wrong message that and not only the wrong message that um, about what of karate of what real life in general you know things are, have to be earned things are not easily attained just by showing up you know you have to really work for what you want to earn and 
the fact that you're just giving away belts defeats the purpose of what what you want what you want to accomplish I mean, you know, I don't like to be given things, you know, I don't mind somebody giving me things, but, you know, I have to make sure I do the work. You know, I've been surrounded by certain people that rather show up to work and do nothing. And while I'm doing the work, you know, that's how people are there, there for a paycheck instead of working for their paycheck. And that really kills me sometimes, you know, certain jobs out there, you know, you got managers that don't care. But, you know, with Billy Blinks, he overcome his limitations and he became, he got all these accomplishments. You know, imagine to have 36 gold medals. You know, that's probably more than what I have. You know, I competed in my life, but not as much as he did. So, to be Roman now. Now, of course, uh, aside of his martial arts prowess, he decided to become an actor so, so really, this didn't come. Na this came naturally. Of course, he was originally hired as a bodyguard for Ka Catherine ba Bax during the filming of Driving Force in 1988. Of course, I haven't seen the movie. You know, most of the movies in the 80s I haven't seen, but I can imagine like this could be like a radar movie. So it seemed like this is something I want probably want to watch, but you know. You know, I would probably, if Billy Blinks is in there, I would probably want him to be in there doing something. Now, of course, uh, producers saw Billy Blinks as impressive. I mean, I don't know what he did. I don't know he, what he was doing at that time. Of course, he was hired as a bodyguard. As a bodyguard, you just stand there and look out for any danger for the actor that you're protecting. So I guess they looked. I guess they looked at his physique or looked at um, how he looked. And I guess they were impressed and decided to write him up a script for that movie and make him a supporting and give him a supporting role in the movie. Man, I forgot his name, but um, I guess it was. Um, I guess it was that's the start. I mean, this was yet the start of Blink's movie career as um, he would work in other films i mean one i can remember you know other than well i know he w he was i think he was like an extra in um in um van damme's um movie lionheart i think yeah he was one of one of legion soldiers but i mean i i know i gotta watch that movie again just to make sure <laughs> you know you know i watch a lot of these martial arts movie and then i think he was in cash and tango as one of in one of the prisoners, and what else I know? Yeah, um, the last boy, the last Boy Scout, with um Damon Wayans and um Bruce Willis, and of course um it was he was in the beginning of the film, and um sadly he um shot himself, committed suicide, shot himself in the head, as it, after he made the um a touchdown. I mean, usually that's something that I wouldn't want to have to him. Then, of course, um, one of the movies that I discussed before was The King of the Kickboxer, and uh, which, yeah, which, um, yeah, he was the antagonist of the movie. Um, he played Khan, of course, a ruthless um, drug lord, and um, he um, killed the 
the older brother of a young fighter who looked for a revenge. And of course, um, he did that through um, an um, undercover assignment where he was um, was picked for a scene from the movie, which um, whoever was picked to the scene gets killed by Khan. So yeah, that's how the movie ends up being. And then it goes on to another movie that um, I remember. I remember seeing this years ago, Showdown, which is probably like the recollection of the... At, uh, of course, uh, Blank's in there, there, and of course, uh, he plays uh, ex-cop turned um, school janitor who teaches a bully student self-defense. And, you know, this is probably one, one among the movies that I enjoy watching. I mean, here you go. You got Blank's. You know, he p plays the cop. Well, actually, in the beginning of the film, he... Um, he plays uh, a cop, and of course, um, he he ends up um retire or quitting the force due to a situation and a and one of um a crime scene where uh, he killed uh, I think the brother of the main antagonist. Of course, yeah, and um, of course you got Billy Blanks billed as the Mr. Miyagi. And um, his co-star um, Ken Scott, who plays Ken, who's um, who is a, or should I say he's like a, or Daniel Larusso, and of course you have um, Christina Taylor, man, she you know her in a lot of movies, you know her in the Brady Bunch um, film, the first and the first one in the sequel, and of course, um, yeah, Dodgeball. <laughs> yeah. Watching Dodgeball. Yeah. You know, really, I still, I'm still mad that Rip Tor died. Like, what was it? I think two or three years ago, he passed away. You know, I was on my way to go on, on a plane to Vegas. And then, of course, I look at my phone and I see um, a post that Rip Tor passed away. You know, he, yeah. Uh, that's probably one of my favorite movies to watch too is dodgeball you know <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench you could dodge a ball all right so yeah here's so with billy blinks there's was the build-up of his um his movie career yeah and he would do other movie roles and he would either appear in movie roles as himself or or as a character and also he did television I mean, one television show I can remember he be, being in is, um, I think it's Martial Law. I think that's what the, yeah, yeah, Martial, Martial Law. That's when um, Samo Hong and Arsenio Hall, and I think he was in a couple episodes, he played as an FBI agent. Yeah, so that's one thing I can remember about Billy Blanks. And of course, uh, I remember him being in an episode of um if you remember the um the Disney um, TV show Kids Incorporated yeah he was a guest star in there and I guess he was teaching um Jennifer Love Hewitt um self defense I guess some girls were bullying her so she learned self defense from him so I guess that's pretty much what I can remember of Billy Blanks uh, all right, so 
So you got all that accomplishments, him take do being a martial artist and as well as a movie actor. But probably one of the main reasons, like like I said in the beginning, what's the first thing that you think of when you hear the word Billy Blanks or you hear the name Billy Blanks? And that is Tybo. Alright, so you got the martial arts based fitness program that made a, a tremendous impact in the 90s. I mean, mostly the main reason why people, well, you got, you got regular gym members, celebrities, and even athletes taking Tybo. And, you know, and this goes as far as 1976. It was it's the combination. It was developed with the combination of dance, martial arts, and boxing into a hit exercise program. All right. So, but it wasn't until the '90s that videos were produced to the public by, but and by 1990, about 1. million videos were sold by an air infomercial resulting resulting typo to be one of the top fitness phenomenons in the world i mean yeah like i can like i said i i can remember having the cassette tapes the beginners you know that's the one thing i was so excited when i got that you know definitely nowadays if you, you see them if you see them on tv likely you're gonna see them in stores the next probably next few months you know definitely the things i see on tv it's like, you know, they're going to end up in stores somewhere. Right, so, you know, that's probably where I, my mom went out to get the cassette tapes of Tybo. And yet, and yet I got um a DVD. Yeah, I think I got a couple DVDs of um Tybo. You know, I got to at least get back into that. You know, I've been so focused on doing my own thing. You know, that's the amazing reason why I got into, like got into fitness mostly because of Taibo and you know I didn't get certified in Taibo or I didn't do any Taibo class you know of course first I get certified in body combat and that's like sort of similar to um, Taibo but yet it has a different element to uh, Taibo and you know of course gyms across the, the country started being influenced by typo that they would they be they would um there would be similar classes you know but yet you to teach typo you had to pay a license fee of course that you know typo is a license name so yeah it's trademark so you can if you if i was to teach a typo class well if i was to, a typo type class i can't call it typo i mean but it wouldn't be fair to billy blanks that who's making money off a typo i mean yeah i think he's well for one the last time seen i know I, I follow him on instagram you know he was I think he had hip surgery done like i think months ago i think like probably during the pandemic and um, he has his um own online um. Yeah, yeah, I think he has his own online um, um, uh, like YouTube channel, and I think like I I think I've seen this yesterday that uh 
that he had like like it was like a Cobra Kai type of workout. I mean, really, I think it was like made when the from first season of Cobra Kai came out that this ends up being um it's ended up being I didn't do the workout, but you know, I'm yet to try it out. But you know, like I said, I have to get back to um doing Taibo. All right, so aside of um his um being a martial artist, an actor, and being a um a fitness instructor, you know, of course he's the, a devoted Christian. Yeah, you see in most of his um Taibo videos, um he of course used inspiring quotes. I mean, yeah, he makes things more inspiring, but mostly he puts a little like religion and a religious scripter in the and his most of his um workouts you know inspiring you know that's good for him that he's um devoted into devoted to god you know not a, not a lot of people are when they uh, but you know i know a lot of people and when i trained in martial arts you know a lot of people are devoted into god you know there's a lot of people in my organ in the organization that i'm in are like chunk or chuck norris system schools are like like christianity type schools you know and of course uh he had a, a married life uh yeah, being married twice of course um his first wife uh god friend they have who he was married to 33 years before getting divorced and of course uh he was um of course he was married again and of course yet he has four children i mean two from his previous marriage and the um, and, and the other from his um next marriage and of course i'm wondering what's going on with his um daughter i know um you would see um his daughter in his um in his typo um typo videos you'd be participating i mean yeah i mean i know she's a fitness instructor no uh, was it yeah yeah shelly i think her name is then uh she's you'll see her in typo um videos thinks she would have short hair and then of course she have long hair i mean that's um yeah you'll see her in um certain things but you know definitely that's the thing about billy blanks if i had a chance to actually meet billy blanks and I, other than talk about them talk with them you know i would probably like to either get one a martial arts lesson from him at least let him teach me his his perspective of martial arts as well as like have that probably be a dream like you know if this pandemic wasn't going on you know i'd probably be um you know probably taking one of his classes like really participating like if he was doing a video or taping you know i'd probably be in the background you know doing the fitness you know but nevertheless you know that's that's just a dream you know i'm yet to try to probably do that but you know like i said i have to get really get back into typo and get back in the groove but nevertheless you know he's he's still breathing he's still breathing he's still going like i said he has instagram he has a youtube channel and he, of course, he recently had hip, hip surgeries, you know, being in his, his mid-60s. 
you know, but he's still going. You know, let's let's face it, what he has to lose as a as a as a phenomena, as a a public figure. You know, I'm yet to see what's his next project might be. Okay, so that concludes my episode um discussing the highlighting the life and career of Billy Blinks. Of course, uh, you know, you know, typo is probably still big out there. And yeah, I forgot to mention, um, he was in a recent Geico commercial. Of course, uh, I don't know. I had some type of Jedi sense that he'd probably be back in on TV. But nevertheless, you know, that's the thing. I should like just tell Billy Blanks how inspiring he was to me. It's like the fact that one, I was able to like overcome certain disabilities the fact that the fact that my limitations to do stuff just became so it became minimum that that I don't want to do stuff but I end up doing it because you know I want I don't want to be looked at as the black sheep you know definitely that's how my life was amounted to you know the fact that I had AD ADHD and the fact that I never amounted to having good grades or I was never wanting to read a book but you know you know that's how it was with me you know just first look at the as a black sheep but you know I worked extremely hard to at least turn that around I mean of course, I graduated high school. Of course, got my college degree. You know, I'm doing all these extra things. I'm, of course, I'm a fourth degree black belt in the Chuck Norris system. And on top of all that, I have, um, I'm a fitness instructor. I'm AFA certified and List Mills body combat instructor, as well as doing professional wrestling. You know, just keeping myself occupied. You know, especially with this podcast, you know, I had, it was really great that I actually start this when the pandemic struck and I was laid off of my job. So just a message for anybody out there, just when somebody feels that you're don't, that you're uh, a detriment to the family, I mean, prove them, prove them wrong. I mean, you got so much potential and you have an opportunity to overcome any limitation if you truly believe in yourself i mean that's the only way you can see it like really going past your limitations right so that's just my last words to everybody listening so speaking of listeners of course i still got my eighteen thousand, which is great and i'm looking for more so for those who are just tuning in um I got this episode coming up, and of course, I got my previous episodes on the BICBPRadio.com, as well as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And for those that are, of course, with Instagram and Facebook, I do have a page, a Facebook and Instagram page, so make sure you follow me on both and get updates on certain on certain episodes or certain announcements 
And I'll see you next time for another episode here at the Kickbox Dojo. This is your sensei, TJ Williams, bowing shopping day <laughs> oh hello mr. cashier hello mrs. card pusher hello how are you doing today let's see what the old wife put on the uh, the shopping list today let's see what um, let's see number one we got a uh, Chris Hemsworth oh that doesn't seem right I don't I don't think those they sell those here uh, must be some kind of mistake. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh boy. This is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs, and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.